one of the biggest questions in personal finance is, should I pay down the mortgage or should I invest? I've got extra money left over at the end of the week and lucky you, but what should I do? Pay down the debt or invest for the future? Not as clear cut as we always want things to be, but today we're going to give you some thinking points. I'm Glenn James and you're listening to my Millennial Daily. This is absolutely one of those scenarios where your personal circumstances matter more than anyone else's opinion. Your personal circumstances and comfort level matter more than any other data or facts or investing philosophy, spreadsheets and all that stuff. This is actually more a money decision, aka sleep at night, versus a financial decision, aka I can possibly get more of a spread and that's the difference between the interest that I'll pay on my mortgage and the return that I'll get on an investment. Therefore, if I can get a, a spread and make my money work harder, well, I should do that. But that side of the coin doesn't really cater for any emotions. So that's why this question, it does come back to a money question for you and your life. So what do we do? Well, I think let's just first start and have a look down this garden path. If interest rates are around 5%, they haven't been like this for a a hot minute, right? We are in an increasing interest rate environment at the moment. But if your mortgage is 5%, and then I have a look at the last 10 years of a balanced portfolio 70% growth, 30% defensive, and that return did around 8%. We know that spread, which I talked about, was 3%. So it absolutely makes sense that do I want to get a 3% higher return on my money than a 5% return on my money? Well, not so fast there, Turbo. A couple of things we've got to consider. Number one, when we put $1,000 extra onto our mortgage, that's considered a guarantee return of 5% because we're not charged interest on the 5%, right? And that's tax-free. But if we invest that $1,000 and if we did get an 8% return, well, that 8% return has to be taxed. So it's not as simple as just saying there's a 3% spread, I need to do that. So that's that side of the coin. Now, when we go to the other side of the coin, what do you want out of your life? What is your risk profile to sleep at night? Are you more comfortable to say, you know what? I'm quite happy. I've got an extra $1,000 a month coming in the door. I am so happy to add that to my mortgage, to put that on my offset account, to put it in my redraw, to know that I'm paying my biggest asset down and I'm totally comfortable with that. The thing with personal finance though is people get polarizing, like politics, right? It's either one side or the other, these extremes. But you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And what I really want you to do is step back, set up your budget. I teach the Sound Financial House and we do things in order. So we make sure we've got a spending plan. We make sure we've got no consumer debt, no credit cards, no personal loans, We make sure that we've got an emergency fund and I'll do an episode in the coming days on emergency funds. We make sure we've got our insurances in place. 
We make sure we got our wills and all our stuff in place. And you can Google Glenn James Sound Financial House and something will come up. And then we kind of go, okay, we have legitimately got this money left over. What are we going to do with it? What are our goals? It might not be worth investing or paying down the mortgage if you want to save up and start your own business. It might not be worth doing that if you want to save up and renovate the house or cash flow a, a kitchen renovation. So all these factors come into it. But I will say it doesn't have to be all or nothing. So it could be, well, I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to put half into the mortgage and I'm going to put half into an investment account. And I'll turn it up a notch one step further. That money that we do not need now because we've got a budget in place, we've got our goals sorted, any quote unquote money left over, there might be discussion about putting that money into superannuation. So it's not just this, what do we do with the extra money? It's we need a plan, we need a strategy, however small. It doesn't need to be complex. You need to ignore the noise. Strip everything back in your life and say, you know what? I want to pay down my mortgage. I want the freedom in 10 years' time to 100% know that I've put every cent against my house and paid that down. Now I can start investing in the future. That might be you. It's not me. I'll tell you what I do after the break. And I'm also going to tell you three things to consider when you are considering whether to pay off the mortgage or to invest. We'll be right back after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So for me personally, I have my mortgages on principal and interest. Each month, the principal amount is reducing over time. And any leftover money in my life, it's put to work in terms of invested in superannuation. Maybe you're paying principal down on an investment property. So that's what I do because I don't want my principal place of residence to be interest only because I need that psychological feeling of I'm paying this down. And by the way, you'll probably pay more in interest at the moment for an interest only loan. But these are the things I want you to consider if you are going to go down this road and you really want to say, look, I want to be 100% clear on what I'm doing before I do anything. Number one, if you haven't had your mortgage reviewed in some time, speak to your mortgage broker and get them to run their eyes over it. If you can get a better deal in this climate, refinance, chat to them, sort that out. But remember, if you've got 22 years left on your mortgage, don't just refinance it to a 30-year term, maybe refinance it to the term that's left, okay? Because we don't want to go backwards. Secondly, review your superannuation. This is going to be key because your superannuation is a wealth-building tool for the long term and it's an investment account, good to go. And that's in line with it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You might put your principal and interest repayments into the mortgage each month, and then whatever you've got left over, you might split, put half of it into salary sacrifice, half of it invested outside of super. Flexibility, right? Doesn't have to be all or nothing. 
So check your superannuation, make sure it is invested in line with your risk profile and speak to your super fund about that. And then philosophically work out what type of investor that you actually want to be. Do you want to invest in property or do you want to build a share portfolio? Finally, you do not have to invest at the expense of the mortgage and you don't have to pay down the mortgage at the expense of investing. Life is about blend. Life is about balance. The time's passing anyway. So let's make sure we're paying our mortgage down, principal and interest. And the key thing is each week you are living on less than what you earn and that money that's left over, hopefully, is being put to work, either to pay down your mortgage or invest in your future. All roads lead to Rome. You can't wreck it if you stay out of consumer debt and you're living on less than what you earn. So I hope these things have been little thought starters for you to start to work out and develop a strategy in your life, however small. I'm Glenn James and you're listening to my Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.